You've found Hungry for Apples podcast, a listening space for the energy aware human with your host, Farron. Visit Farron's website at faern.me. You can also find us on social media, TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram. Mystic Farron, so it's mystic underscore Farron, and Hungry for Apples podcast. Thanks for listening. Grab an apple and enjoy the show. What's up? How's it going? Thank you for choosing to listen to Hungry for Apples podcast. Today, I would like to speak to you about the term starseed. I want to give you a little bit of history. Um, I don't really want to talk about the realness of it or anything like that. I'll leave you to your own decisions. I'm just going to go through some basics. So, first of all, what's a starseed? So, if you look it up in the dictionary, Starseed, an incarnated extraterrestrial, a human whose soul incarnated from another planet or dimension, or a human from Earth with human and extraterrestrial parent, or one with recent ET ancestry. Okay, so there are people that believe that they're part alien and they're not from here. Whether or not we're from here, I don't know. This isn't what I'm talking about right now. But the term itself has become extremely popular in the New Age spirituality area. It's gained a lot of steam in the last couple years, but it's been around for a very long time. The very first time the word itself appears in any kind of writing is in 1973 when Timothy Leary was in Folsom Prison and he wrote... I was going to call it a book, but it's it's like 12 pages. I read it recently. In fact, I'm going to read you a little bit of it now. Something that also happened was there was a comic book that he put together with another inmate, which I didn't have a chance to read, but that has other implications in it in the connection to white supremacy, which we'll go over in a little bit. So this booklet, let's call it a book, a booklet is written when he was in, I think he was in the hole, but it is a description, in my opinion, a sci-fi description of the development of consciousness, which led to his later futurist work, which has a lot of similarities in the development in a sense, but here's a little, a little bit of it. The first time I visited Folsom Prison Library, I picked up Lowell's book on outer space. The last chapter presents a drawing of the remnant of a living organism found on a meteorite, a nucleic acid molecule. The first signal from extraterrestrial life, help is on the way. Prisoners began to etch the design on silver pins and leather work, handcrafted, handcrafted in the hobby shop. We called it Starseed, the symbol of sci-fi. And then what happens is there is a comet that appears 
and this is real, the comet thing is real. And in 1973, the, the group of them, Leary and his inmates, decided to name this thing Starseed because it wasn't really showing up in the news. And it, um, let's see, what did he say? It says, here was the greatest astronomical event in recorded history appearing right on schedule. We named it Starseed. New light, new life, bright reminder of our extraterrestrial origin and future. Symbol of freedom. freedom. Joanna began telling the story on radio and television to everyone she met. And there's a lot of more information after that. Okay, I don't want to read you the whole thing. But, you know, the next portion of the book, near the end of it, he does this prediction thing. And I feel like that's where people get very confused because it's sci-fi, right? Normally, I do a little section on the podcast where it's helpful quotes and passages. But instead of doing that, I'm actually going to read you this ending section of the Starseed book. He says here, The alchemy of power takes time, I said. Neurological politics. The wizard does as little as possible. The organization is already there. It just takes the slightest move at exactly the right time to turn it on. Connect the wires. The alchemist and his mate wait. Sometimes for 30 years, disclosing substances, boiling elements, breathing fumes, and blowing on the flames, praying. And then when the elements are in order, the stars are in position, the heart's love pure, it happens. Transfiguration. Now is about time. Starseed is the signal. Okay, before I move on, the reason I'm reading this section is because it is eerily current. All the signs whispered it. The time had come. Strange how everyone feels it, the dissolution of old structure. But no one can get the perspective to see it. Americans are too close to read the portents. Superstitious is good. It means to stand above, back away from it, climb above it for a moment and see it as a Shakespearean epic or a Greek tragedy. There's a throne of ultimate power, the lethal crown of world empire, the curse. Roosevelt dies, Truman retires in disgrace. Ike immobilized into grinning idiocy by a heart attack. Kennedy killed, LBJ ruined, Bobby slain, Wallace crippled, Muskie wept. Eagleton crumbled, Teddy's hopes drowned, Nixon and Agnew revealed as criminals from focuses, form focuses energy. It is the institution, the 200-year-old structure that is wrong. The horse and the buggy, American political system, pre-technological design, can't handle the energies released in the 19th and 20th centuries. The White House should be museumed, replaced by a towering glass pyramid, visible, shining, hooked up by two-way electronics with every neighborhood in the land. It's time for prophecy. The omens are obvious. The moment of spiritual reckoning approaches. Karmic plague sweeps the globe. Scan the headlines. Drought, famine, shortage, pollution, malaise, disorder, tyranny, espionage. 
Watergate is the American word for a worldwide epidemic of government illegalities, torture in Greece, the new repression in Russia, Israeli air policy, Libyan mania, every week another country captured by its own military police, the higher intelligence scanning these developments from the high perspective of time sends a signal. The very last sentence is this. Well, here it is. The comet's the comet starseed comes at the right time to return light to the planet. The structure for the new way is already here. Starseed will turn on the new network. Okay, so this in and of itself, I mean, I don't know if these people have read this, the people that call themselves Starseed or are in this zone, but I understand that this is very intriguing and it draws a lot of people in, especially if people are looking for mystery in their spirituality. So after that, in 1976, Brad Steger wrote a couple of books. One of them was called Gods of Aquarius. And in this book, he named everybody star people or the people he was referring to star people and they're also sometimes called indigo children but at the same time or very shortly after he wrote this book called contactees which has the description humans who come from a special gene pool linked to visits by extraterrestrials okay so what's very interesting here is the connect the connection to ufology, ufologists, because they got a hold of this book that this guy did, and they weren't very happy of it. They're uh, happy about it. There was an article written about it that said the ufologists were opposed to this concept because they look outward, while the people that are involved in this starseed thing that's growing or grew. They're all looking inward. So I know this is a little bit disjointed to begin, but we just just hang on with me here. It's the use of language that is exactly how everything gets confused. Okay. And eventually everything kind of gets erased in or co-opted in some way. So while you're using words that you find alluring and all of that, they are also sending signals to other people that are using those terms. Which is why the link to UFO culture is so interesting. So why is there a link to UFO culture? Well, what happened was some of these authors wrote books that the occult got their hands on. So the really early the really early books about moon visits and stuff like that were very influenced or or influenced the occult in a very big way. So what do I mean? We're talking about the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn, for example. This, This is where the link is directly to Crowley, but also there's that H.G. Wells guy where in one of his books which is very popular in in this crowd is it, he says this some humans ascend into superhumans but most do not 
the most important influence to UFO culture is theosophy. And the Theosophical Society is where this woman, Madame Blavatsky, comes in, which I don't know if I've spoken about on this podcast yet, but I am planning on doing a, a little bit more of a deep dive on her specifically. But for now, I just want to bring these two things together. So theosophy was considered a new religious movement. So we're talking about the 1870s, right? So we've gone way back now. I don't know, it's not that way back, but you get what I'm saying. And theosophy is basically a reaction to Darwinism and something else that was going on at the time, which had to do with materialism. And this is going on very close to when American spiritualism is beginning to develop, which has a lot to do with the occult, but also with ghosts and speaking to spirits, which UFO, the UFO group obviously doesn't, but these things are all running together because of the occult connection, right? So Blavatsky offered her followers a combination of what she said was science and occult wisdom, which also surprisingly included her own version of evolution, which... I mean, I've listened to a lot of videos about her and, uh, and I've read some, uh, some things, which like I just said, I want to do more of a deep dive. There is a podcast out there called Behind the, Behind the Bastards podcast, which is extremely detailed. I'm not going to go that far because they've done a wonderful job, right? But everything that I've heard that is attributed to her sounds like Vedic wisdom to me. Almost every single thing. Granted, it might be Buddhist or early Buddhist, but uh, everything from cosmology to energy and all of that, it looks like it's showing up in that, okay? But at the same time, so we're talking about star seeds, right? So what I was just referring to is going to feed what we call new age spirituality, and star seeds are... A component of that situation and the word starseed had earlier had all of these early places that it showed up just showed up in different structures right so for example Helena Blavatsky who is teaching let's just say she's teaching people about spirituality and she's created this combination of the occult and what she called science okay but at the same time she is telling people about this thing called root races i just did air quotes you can't see them so and in that in the root races she names all of these different groups that are supposed to be star seeds that the way that people are referring to them now these names overlap lemurians atlanteans and guess what the arians so she is the person that gave the nazis the term arian and the concept what had already been growing there and she just kind of put it all together for them because it shows up in German theosophy, 
because theosophy on its own was taking shape around the world. But Helena did something where she started to draw all of these different things together and was very, she was taking from everywhere, right? And But she was also this con artist. It's a whole thing. I'll get into that in another podcast. But in Germany, the combination of her Aryan thing and their theosophy had this other postscript and it said that all cultural achievements came from this white race so all of this stuff continues to grow continues to grow and it becomes what we have now but it's going through all of these extremely anti-semitic and white supremacy areas the ufo culture specifically the occult in regards to the hermetic order of the golden dawn if you don't know anything about that um you, you got to look it up. I, that's not something I, I know a lot about. I know enough to know where where we're going here with this. So basically, there's a lot of people out there that believe that they're a starseed. First of all, everyone has the same components as the stars in their body. Everyone. That's the way it works. We are the cosmos. The cosmos is out there and it's also in here. I have my finger at my heart. Okay. But what we are noticing in this area is this hierarchy and this separation. And basically it is increasing the idea of white supremacy. And there's a lot of different ways. There's a lot of nuance as to why this is happening. I don't. I'm not trying to step on anybody's beliefs about their connection to the cosmos. All I'm saying is that if we're connecting over language, then having a language term that means something to you is more beneficial if you have a clear root. You know, it's like it's like um, not having a source. So one of the analogies I use is, you know, it's almost like trying to grow a plant in some dirt, but the plant can't actually grow roots. You know, you can't, the plant can't get all of the nutrients. It might get a little, it might stay alive for a little bit, but if it can't grow the roots, it's not going to work. And that's how I feel that this concept is drawing people away from their actual spiritual possibilities Besides the fact that it's a, it's a super labeling concept and a hierarchical concept, you know, once you get into your individual spiritual being, these kind of labels are more limiting than they are opening. And it's a good idea to unwind what the source is, especially if you become very identified with how it looks, how it sounds. Have you changed your entire life around being something that somebody else labeled you as now this gets a little bit i don't how do i put it it gets a little bit messy if you don't really know where the information is coming from that you're taking into your body into your heart into your energy system because you will have to undo that in some way i mean i personally have had to undo that i there was a time where i highly identified with this term um 
it's very easy if you're a unique person that doesn't fit in for a very long time and have some of these different these ways that set you apart from the others and you find this information especially if you feel as though in some way you are different now it's one thing to be unique and it's another thing to be different we're all human there's not that much difference there's uniqueness there's our individual heart space that we move from and all of that but when it comes down to it we all have the same components of the cosmos within us there's not a hierarchy there except for the one that's been placed and if you're placing a hierarchy from from a source that is extremely discriminating it is has nazi roots and is been taking from other cultures from the beginning it's going to be very hard to develop personal spiritual strength and create a you know long standing connection it's not impossible you would just have to redo you know what i'm saying which i did have to do i like i said i was highly connected to this for a very short time and i could feel how i how being in that zone you can kind of start to be extremely limiting on what you do and who you interact with and you also are kind of confined to a belief structure So there's a lot of sources for this. The one that I can say is fabulous and it, it's an easy quick read. There's an article on Medium called The Dark Historical Roots of Starseeds. It's by Jules Evans. It is fabulous. And then if you want to visit the Timothy Leary book, it's called Starseed. It's very easy to find online. it is just a pdf it's like 12 pages the comic book is available too like i said i didn't really get into that all of the way and then the blavatsky information i mentioned that one podcast and there's a, a lot of articles and different book not books um different short very pro documentaries on youtube But if you go into that stuff you're going to have a lot it'll just take you a really long time to pull this particular information out just letting you know but it's very it's very informative and interesting um I don't necessarily recommend it unless you want to really take a deep dive if you want to do go into information that's been set up for you already go to the um the medium article and also the podcast I mentioned on um a number of times already. If you have any questions or if you are wondering about anything that has to do with new age spirituality or star seeds, I'm personally wanting to know what those questions are because I'm doing a lot of research right now and it is fascinating. American spiritualism history is absolutely fascinating. So if you are wondering about that, here's the email. 
hungerforapplespodcast at gmail.com. I'm also looking for some yoga questions because next week we're going to do our third installment on yoga for beginners. It's the, the series is called The Yogic Approach. And we will be going over the yamas. I think I'll do yamas and niyamas in one episode. And then we'll add on from there. Again, thank you so much for listening. Let me know if you have any questions. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye now. Alrighty, that's the end of our show. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe everywhere you find podcasts and visit Farron on her website, farron.me. You can also find us on social media, TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram. Mystic Farron, so it's mystic underscore Farron, and Hungry for Apples podcast. Again, thank you so much for listening. Bye now.